Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Oh, we got you. Can you hear me now? Yeah. What's going on, brother? What happened? Man, I don't know. It's all good. Yeah, it's good. Hey, but look, everybody, we want to welcome Rick Ross Freeway. Rick Ross in the building. You know what I'm saying? Welcome, welcome, brother. How's everything? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. You sure are. Uh, yeah, I'm good. All right. Well, well look, we, we, so you, you, you're done. I mean, you, you ready for us for real, for real? <laughs> huh? I said, you ready for us for real, for real? Yeah, yeah, we can go, we can go, we can go. <laughs> All right, good. Hey, I know how it is, brother. I mean, hey, you, you, hey, pe- people want your time, brother. So we don't want to spend up too much of it. So give you a little rundown, man, of of what we do I at. Huh? I know, I know, and we know you are. But hey, here at the Lions Den, man, we focus on the leadership, growth, and development, and it starts with us. If it doesn't start with us, then we can't move in that positive direction. And so, there's some things that you've been doing uh, when it comes down to uh, the Instagram and connecting with individuals that did have a past, but you're helping to move forward in a positive direction with your businesses. So, what encouraged you to do that? Well, you know, I look back at myself and, and I wonder uh, where I would have been had I would have had somebody to reach out to me. Uh, well, people did reach out to me, but they, they wasn't always the right people to be reaching out. And so I wonder what would have happened to me had the right people had reached out and, and, and grabbed me and, and gave me the guidance. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Hey, so Foots, you had a question for Rick, man, and I think it was real good and uh, uh, inspiring. What What is your questions you you got for for Rick Ross? Um, what um basically empowered you to want to give back to the community and incorporate um, businesses and and pretty much help out you know ex cons ex felons. Um, reach their potential and give them an opportunity to succeed in life. Well, you know, I, I, I reach out to ex-cons and felons because I am one myself. Yes, sir. I understand. There, uh, when I got out, uh, I thought I would have, I would have had some help coming from from somewhere. Uh, but when I got out, nobody had anything to offer. You know, uh, most of my people were doing worse than I was. You know, even though I've been gone twenty years. Uh, they had they had went backwards instead of forward, uh, so, so so that I knew that somebody uh, needs to be out here. So when guys get out of prison, they can show them how to put their lives back on track, uh, uh, and, and 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 you know and, and catch up. You know, sometimes these guys been gone. Uh, one of my guys got out yesterday. He did thirty years in prison, and he's eighty some years old. You know, so. Uh, what type of opportunities are going to be for him? You know, he can't go out and, and you know, at least with me, I could go out and uh, I did some, some diesel mechanic work when I got my first diesel. So I was able to work on my own trucks. I could work on cars. You know, uh, I could dig holes uh, because a lot of times when you come out of prison, uh, they don't care how smart you are. They're not going to give you an opportunity. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely well, right. Let me, well, let, me, well, let, me, let me add a word of that too. And when you black, you ain't even got to bend the prison. 
Bruh, Bruh, you know what? You didn't even have to say it, but you one hundred with that. And when then we and we have some we we have uh some viewers that may not understand that a just due to the fact that they've never had to experience that. But when we do talk about those situations, coming from an individual like you or others, they can resonate or they will accept it differently. You know what I mean? Hey, Herm, what you got, man, for Rick Ross? First, want to appreciate your time being here with us. Um. A lot of people already know what you've been through and, and your past and everything and what you've had overcome. But what I want to know is, where do you see yourself going forward? How, how, how are you moving forward uh, these days? Well, right now, uh, I'm trying to come up with the cure for this uh, coronavirus. Uh, I think I had a doctor that uh, we definitely know that he can treat it. Um, I'm trying to get him to the front line right now so that he can get some help. Uh, uh, and start curing people. Like I was saying earlier, even though uh, you may have all the credentials and everything, but when you're black, uh, nobody nobody believes it. Uh, my man's been a doctor for 35 years. Uh, he worked at Morehouse University Trauma Center. He was a head uh, instructor there for the trauma unit. Uh, he was dealing with 40, 30 and 40 uh, patients a night. Uh, he took Morehouse from 12% uh, mortality rate and took him down to 30%. Uh, and even though he did all that, uh, when he comes forward and say that he has a way to treat the virus, uh, people laugh at him. Wow. So I got, I got a follow-up real quick there. One second. No, go ahead. So with your, with your life story, man, it's truly a story of redemption, like, a lot of people that went through what you went through might not be able to bounce back, you know, with the way you're able to. What do you say to those folks that might might feel like, oh, I've been through this, the, the world has beat me down, there's no way forward. What do you say to those folks? Well, the first thing I did is, is I stopped uh, chasing money because what I found out is that if you chase money, you can be a genius, and if money is your main focus, then you'll drop your genius your genuine, genuine, genuineness, and and take the money and and uh, lose uh, sight of who you are, and it don't really matter where you at if you put your focus on the right things, uh, uh, you you bounce back. I, I don't care if I, I couldn't read and write until I was 28 years old. You know, I went from not being able to read and write to. Uh, to uh, doing law work uh, uh, with my lawyer who, who graduated from Harvard University. And what I found out is that I was smarter than he was in law. <laughs> and uh, now that I've been studying with the doctors and, you know, I'm probably on two or three phone calls a day with, with different doctors and, and, and people around the country talking about the coronavirus and, and the way it's being, the way it can be cured and, and how uh, 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 right now, if somebody talked to me, they may think that, that I might have a doctor's degree. All right, he go log back in. Okay. And boy, boy, boy. So what do y'all think about that story so far, though, man? Hmm? I mean, because you have individuals that spend a lifetime, like he said, in jail or anywhere, and it's up to you to really persevere and to want to do something more with it. You know what I mean? So so I personally wonder about that, man, because I always wonder what uh, – I think I'm back. Hold on. All right, I'm seeing foots. 
I'm seeing some feet over there, Rick. You back? You back? Yeah, I'm back. All right. I'm back. Sorry about that. Okay, well, look, let, let's get this question right here. Brother asks, how do you locate and vet people to help or to hire? Well, I, I believe that everybody can do exactly what they say they can until I prove them wrong. Mm. Uh, so, so, so I believe in everybody uh, because I want everybody to believe in me. Uh, uh, so, so I'm always the one, and, and I take a lot of a lot of licks for that too. You know, I get hit over the head a lot. Uh, but you know, Thomas Edison said it took him a thousand times trying to make the make the light bulb before he uh, actually came up with the uh, with the light bulb. So, uh, you know, it's it's a trial and error. Yeah, I, I truly do believe that failure. Failure is a part of getting to where you want to, you know, where do you want to be? Absolutely. Hey, hey, Larry, hey, Larry, you had a question, right, brother? All right. He, he demuted himself. Go ahead, everybody. All right. There you go. Hey, hey. Hello, Mr. Rick Roth. Welcome to the show, brother. It's nice to meet you. I mean, I've read and heard and seen all your documentaries about you. Thank you. You know, you're, over, you're overcoming all of those obstacles to be where you are. So I ask you, with, with all of the knowledge that you have right now at this point, what would the current you say to the 18 to 25-year-old you? Mm, that's a good question, Rick. Uh, don't sell yourself short. Mm. You mm. have the capability of being anything that uh, you want to be, uh, but you must go and get the information that it's going to take uh, uh, to get you there. Mm. And now, and now with this day and age, it's a little different than it was when, when I was coming up because, uh, when I was coming up, uh, I didn't really know. I didn't really, I didn't have any white friends, uh, uh, really. I think we had one guy that, uh, uh, that my friends went to Van Nuys high school and he would come down to South Central LA. Uh, uh, but there weren't any business people in LA at that time. There wasn't. Uh, there was only one uh, or two business owners that I can remember, uh, and and I tried to uh, uh, make contact with them. I did make contact with them, but they weren't open enough to 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 recognize uh, the talent that I had. That I was somebody that they should have kept around and they should have talked. Mm. Okay, and I got a follow up to it if we can. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, so. I don't know if you're out and about in the schools out in, you know, in, in where you live, but um, I'm, I'm sure you are. Um, what does the current generation think of you and, and how are you inspiring this current generation that, that is out here, you know, running around these streets right now? Uh, that's Based good, off your story and what they're going through right now. That's an easy one. Uh, I, I go to as many schools as I can. Uh, it's a little tough for a drug kingpin to get back into the schools. Gotcha. Uh it's, it's a strange situation and one that I don't really understand. Uh, they'll let a rapper come in and rap about selling drugs and tell them how much money uh, he make he makes selling drugs. Uh, but they won't let a drug, an ex-drug dealer who did 20 years in prison come in and tell the kids how selling drugs is a pitfall. Uh, but once the kids find out about me, they, they, they absolutely adore me. Some of my friends ask me, uh, how do I relate? Uh, to the kids so well and one of the things that I tell them is that I try to keep it as real as I can and uh, you know the kids enjoy uh, realness and bluntness 
Hey, and, and look, and that's that's one hundred, man. That's really that's 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 good, and and that's that's very true. So we got a question down here from AG. He has another question: What or who, okay, motivates you now that you're not chasing the money? Oh wow, uh, that's a good question. Well, my, my my motivation now is legacy. You know, uh, uh, I, I want to be remembered in the vein of uh, Malcolm X, of Martin Luther King, of Muhammad Ali. Uh, uh, I want people to look at me as one of the greats, and uh, that's what that's what I chased right now. Wow! So here I got something just just a little different. All right, so you did how many years to the day? Twenty twenty years and two months. Twenty years and two months. Okay, so my question is, how long did it take for you to understand the technology from what it was in the nineties? to what it is now and like how quick and how much information you can get at a matter of moments, if you will. How long did that take? Or was it a, a shock to you? Well, I, I still don't totally uh, understand the technology aspect of, of the business. Like, I don't really understand how to work this phone. This <laughs> no. but, but I do understand the benefit of what this technology can do for you. So what I do is I try to surround myself uh, with the best people that I can find. Uh, and I've been doing that since I was home. Uh, but it's really hard to find uh, uh, people that's in this land that's consistent. Uh, but right now I'm messing with some young brothers I met about about four months right before the lockdown. I met at the airport. Uh, yeah. Matter of fact, he might be the last guy that I took a picture with. Uh, mm-hmm. And we took a picture at the airport. And he's a security... He's a, a cyber security guard whoa wow and, and uh and and he's introducing me to uh other people that went to school with him uh the, the kid absolutely adores me and, and i adore him as well uh, and that's kind of how yo uh in, in this century Okay. Well, well, listen. So, so hey, hold on, y'all. I got one more question because this is a good one, and I, I wanted to get this towards the end. But since it's uh, out again, yeah, oh, can you hear us? Oh. Somebody called me again, and it went out. Okay. Go out and come back. Hotline. What? What? What he just said about since he didn't know technology and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. He didn't understand it, but mm-hmm. he was able to get the people around him that know. That's the epitome of leadership. Like, That's absolutely right. Yeah. Just because just because you don't know, you know what I mean? You know how to put together a team in order to still be successful, man. Right. That's what leaders need to understand is you don't have to know everything. Right. Right. But you just need to know how to get there still. Right. It's, it's all about just knowing enough to make yourself dangerous. Absolutely right. So, you there, Rick? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. We, 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 we hear man, you, you do. You know this phone don't stop ringing, man. They should have put this on my on my on my iPad. Bruh, oh, man, hey, yo, 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 we can you hear everything. Somebody doing dishes in the back. Hey, you know I, I done trained this phone, man. I wanted to ring. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. Hey, I feel you. Hey, well, look. Hey, Rick. Uh-huh. Look, yo, we do got this one question, man. It's a real good one. So, what can people do? Okay, what can people do? Uh, that's outside your circle help advance your cause? Well, uh, the first thing everybody can do is they can follow me. They can follow me online. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have several businesses that, that uh, 
that I'm going to be allowing people to come in and, and, and invest with me on. Mm -hmm. uh, what I would recommend for everybody right now that wants to be a part of, of what I'm doing is to go out and study. I would recommend everybody read my three favorite books, Think and Grow Rich, The Richest Man in Babylon, ah. uh, As a Man Think. And then if you get some time, you know, I got two books out, uh, Freeway Rick Ross, Untold Autobiography, and uh, 21 Keys of Success. Uh, I would recommend for you to read those. And uh, in a few months, it's going to be an opportunity for anybody who wants to get involved with me. I'm, I'm going to open my doors wide up so that everybody can get involved because I want everybody. I, I already know that the, the most valuable commodity is people. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you got the people behind you, uh, there's no way that you can lose. So uh, my goal is to allow as many people as I can to, uh, uh, to get in, inside and, and put everybody where they feel comfortable and, and where they enjoy being. Because if you put somebody where they want to be and something that they enjoy uh, doing, you don't have to worry about them doing a good job. They're going to do it. Uh, uh, because that's what they want to be doing. Absolutely right. So essentially, you're talking about a, a mastermind and having those, man. That, that that's Absolutely. good. That's that's Absolutely. real good, man. And listen, I'll let you know this too on the air while we live, man. The Lions Den is down. Okay, if there's anything, I keep in contact with you, man. If there's things that we can do over in this area, the central uh, central area of St. Louis, man, we we down. You get what I'm saying? Because we're all about uh, uplifting and and helping everyone be the best that they can be, right? And let me see, uh, who is it? Had a question, Will? You had a you had a follow up question, Will? Yeah. First off, brother, I want to say that you are a walking testimony. Um, the epitome of an individual that persevered through a whole lot of life opposition, but learn from it and comes back to teach others. Um, Thank you. Is you got young folks out here that don't fear anything, and it's like you can't tell them nothing. How do you break that barrier when you have people that are yoked that's not scared of anything or anyone when you try to connect with them to teach them, hey, this is not that life for you? How do you they break listen, that barrier? They listen to their homeboys. Ah. Uh. <laughs> you right <laughs> you right if, if the homeboys tell them it's popping they going mm -hmm. you know and even if they tell them that they may be risking their life they'll still do it uh, uh, so you have to reach them in, 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 in the format that they understand Yes. you know you may have to help uh, somebody else before you help a certain one you know some, some, some people learn faster than others so we just have to you know the first thing is that when you really, really want to teach somebody, when you're really doing it out of love, uh, you'll get through to them. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. And, hey. and so often the people that's been teaching us, been teaching us for the money. It's been bullshit. All and 100. People, and people can tell when it's bullshit. You know, uh, uh, kids, when they go to school, they know when the teacher don't really like them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. By the information that they keep from them. <laughs> exactly. Or the way that they treat them, you know, yeah. the way they talk to them. Yeah. You know, you can say hi to somebody and they know that you didn't really mean it. You're right. That's true. And, and some people can say bye and they was like, man, he really, really meant, and you know, he really meant that. I felt it. 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know what? You're absolutely right, man. And we see that day to day, even even with our occupation, you can tell who's for you and who's not right. Who want to see you succeed and who don't. But before we go on, I got to take a minute. Y'all y'all know I got to take a minute for our sponsors. Right. We got to. Y'all know what it is. I want to make sure y'all know about Kevlar's Grill. Tell me what you know about Kevlar's Grill. I'll tell you what it is about Kevlar's Grill. They got the best food on this side of the Mississippi, right? Look at that. Look boy, look at that macaroni and cheese and greens. You see that, don't it? Yeah, you do. Hey, so look, make sure you holler at them and they do the Grubhub. The number right here at the top, 618-416-5700. Look at this. Steaks, pork, steaks. Hey, I got a T-bone the other day. They got the shrimps. They got the uh, chicken and waffles. It's, it's all good, okay? So here's their address. They're located inside the VFW Post 4183. All right, so call them. Yeah, yo, them real tips is, is out of line. All right, it, it's one hundred. But, but anyway, um, so yeah, me what, love on what, what, what you say? You say me love fire. Hey, look, speaking of you, Fitz, you got a question. Go ahead, man. Who, who that so calling? Yeah. Um, being that you are involved in so many like film projects and um, documentaries and TV shows uh-huh. of that nature. What are your future projects going forward? Do you do you see yourself? Hold on, wait, wait, Rick, you got Go a phone call, bro. <laughs> I do. Look at <laughs> you, man, Lord have mercy. Why can well, we can't get right? Come I saw on. you hit me on my live. I'm on live with, with somebody else. I mean, I'm on my phone. Right? I'll be finishing in a minute. I'm gonna take everything once more. Okay, all right, cool. Hey, I guess that's what we got. You wait, you good, bro? I'm good now. <laughs> okay, wait, and look. <laughs> One more time. You know, my Go team, ahead. My team worked with me, man. I, I told them I want to work. Yeah. They work with me. It's a beautiful thing. It is. Ain't it? You know, we, we had a meeting the other day. I said, I'm ready to go to work. Uh, I want to get the word out. Let's get it. So, you know, they keep me busy. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm thing. working with four fighters that's going to the Olympics this year. Too. I mean, three fighters that's going to the Olympics this year. Oh, word. So I, uh, oh. So, so that's another project that I'm working on, you know, yep. teaching them how to become a... a, a community champion. people mm. not not just champions you know anybody can be a champion yeah. right you, you know you you can be dumb as a rock and go in there and slang them plugs and knock everybody out hey don't we know it <laughs> hey hey hold on wait let, I no shade but i mean we we know of individuals through history but go ahead to your point no, you, you can put a gorilla in there ain't nobody gonna beat that gorilla right yeah yo hey rick do you work with singers I do work with singers. Uh uh-uh, no, wait, no, no, wait, wait. Uh, hey, r- r- Rick, hey, disregard that question, man. Hey, that's some bullshit. No, that's some bullshit. Hey, her, let me get that Her, her, bro, her. I'm great I'm, friends. I'm great friends with uh, 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 Brian Kennedy, mm-hmm. who produced mm-hmm. Rihanna. He got a Grammy with Rihanna and Jennifer Hudson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruno Morris. I mean, when they was on stage, Bruno Morris, when Bruno Morris got his last awards for the trophy, he was standing right next to Bruno. Bruno told him, uh, thanks for uh, for all the writing and production. Wow. Uh, right. Who else I messed with? Oh, the Vila Brothers. The Vila Brothers is good friends of mine. I'm just waiting. I'm going to do some music stuff, too. I, 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 see, when I was I'm in prison, you, Rick. When, I was in prison you, when I was in prison, what I did is I studied. Uh, I had all that time to study. You know, I read over 300 books. Once they taught me how to read, uh, reading became a passion of mine. Ooh. So I read over 300 books. Right. Uh, I, I don't know how many magazines I read, but, you know, I studied some of the people like the general. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if people know who the general is, but the general found new addition. He found new kids on the block. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, uh, I, I studied him and I took some plays out of his book and I want to uh, see if they'll work for me. You know, somebody told me if, uh, if somebody gives you the recipe to make a cake, if you follow that same recipe, just like they told you to do, your cake should come out just like theirs. Bruh. And you know what? And you know what makes it so bad, Rick? It's nothing. Look, it's nothing astronomical or technical about it. It's just common sense. And so, yeah. and so, what we do is instead of putting air in the tire, we want to reinvent the whole entire wheel. When somebody already we, did that, and we don't have to. You know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was uh, I worked with a fighter named Austin Trout, who was was a world champ uh, a few years back, and uh, I was coming from New Mexico and. Uh, I was just thinking to myself, damn, man, you finna take over boxing. Mm. And and I started to feel myself, and, and I had to pull my ego back and say, listen, man, you ain't doing nothing special. They- <laughs> All you doing is following somebody's blueprint. Right. Somebody laid the blueprint out for you. You just following it. And and the only reason everybody else ain't doing it because they won't follow the blueprint. They're going to go halfway and then come in with their own plan and switch the whole thing up. Bruh, that's so official. So when- so when I was studying in jail, uh, I ran into a book and it told me that people always told us, don't be a copycat. Well, this guy told me, it's okay to be a copycat, just make sure you're copying the right cat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm taking that. I'm taking that. I'm taking that. For real. That's real. That, that's real. Hey, hold on. Hey, Rick, we got a question, though, bro. Go, go ahead, Foots. Okay. So, Freeway. Um, in the in the future, can we, in the man. No, no, no. That's his other joint. Hold on. Go go ahead, man. Okay, so in the future, do we see you see producing or going into, into making a movie, movie or, or buy? I'm making, I'm making a movie TV right series. now. I'm making a movie right. I'm make, I'm making. I'm gonna make a couple movies. Oh, okay. Okay. I just started writing uh, uh, one like three days ago. You know, uh, the doctors that I was telling you was out here, uh, Dr. Uh, Leslie Ray Matthews and Dr. Wilson uh, Washington, both was out here, and uh, they called me. Uh, they were at the airport here, and, and I'm quarantined, and I, I don't let nobody ride in my car. You know, if you get in my car, you don't, you don't pull the trick. <laughs> so they called me, and it was at the airport, and, and I had to think about it, and I was like, damn, man. You said that these dudes have probably one of the biggest medical breakthroughs in the 20th century. And you won't even go pick them up from the airport. You that scared of this coronavirus that you won't go pick up a dude who you believe has the medicine that could cure the world right now. And mm. I jumped up and put my clothes on and went and got him. And, um, uh, uh, when I when I did that, I started thinking about the movie, you know, the the the, the geniuses, and, and and the other one, uh, Doctor Doctor uh, uh, Leslie Ray Matthews, he worked at the trauma center for thirty years, where his partner was in the, uh, in the army. He was in the navy, and he was a guy that you know, if they drop one of them dirty bombs and they come in, everybody did. Well, he's the guy first guy to go out and tell them where they died from, uh, how to clean it up. Uh, uh, what it's going to take to clean it up. So these are the two dudes that, that I'm running with, right? <laughs> wow. They got, they got, they got the, the guy who couldn't finish high school, really, 
shouldn't have been in high school, you know, because uh, he couldn't read or write. Uh, uh, so he shouldn't have been in high school. And now here he is running around with two guys that in my book, my personal book, I would call them geniuses. Mm-hmm. You know, when I looked at their, their, uh, their, their resumes, uh, I couldn't even understand how I had, had got to them. So uh, I'm writing a movie about that right now, you know, about the guys running around America trying to tell everybody, hey, we got the cure. All these people don't have to die. Right. Uh, but nobody, nobody's listening. Wow. Wow. Hey, well, look, Rick, we want to uh, first um, let you know that we do appreciate you being on and everybody that's live. Y'all, hey, shout out y'all area code. So, Rick, know where y'all calling from or, or watching from. Hey, Rick, we got a nice, good, solid circle of, of individuals, man, that's that's listening to you, man, all over the world, actually. Um, I appreciate it. Be, I appreciate it. Be, because um, they're inspired by what you've done and who you are as a man you get what i mean and and you didn't take any of you know that bullshit that you went through as a hindrance to stop you from doing what you got to do man we appreciate that hey herm you got a question for rick what you got i do so so you referenced before about your past about um being a drug kingpin and whatnot and um not only that i know some people that that's listening might not know but you were pretty successful at that. Now, do you think that what you've learned in the street and how you've handled and how you've handled uh, adversity and been able to be successful in that? Do you still use those same tactics for what you're doing moving forward? The reason why I ask that is for the people that think that the streets is the only way. I'm of the mentality that, that the people that in the in the streets can use that same mentality to something legal and still be successful what do you think about that you're absolutely correct uh the things that i learned from selling drugs is the exact same things that i'm using today uh-huh. uh the only thing i did was put a twist on it uh, one of the things i find out about drugs is is your word your word means everything even in a world where people are crooks and they cheaters and and they'll kill you for lying to them yeah your word still means everything. And I found out that uh, those things uh, still mean a lot in the legit business because there's very few people uh, that, that say what they're going to do and do what they say. Uh, most of the time, it's the opposite way around. They're going to say what they're going to do and do totally the opposite. So, uh, yes, I, I do use a lot of the same tactics uh, that I use in the drug business. And in the drug business, I, I probably was too successful. Mm. And so, hey, so speak on that. Like, what is too successful? Well, a lot of times, you know, you know, you can you can get into the drug business. Uh, I had a few friends that was able to get in and get out. Uh, and the reason that that I credit them for getting in and getting out is because they were able to make enough money that they were comfortable with. Uh, but with me, uh, I did so well and I didn't have to do no work. I had gotten a position to where all I had to do was tell somebody to go and pick something up and drop money off. And, and, uh, that's what I got indicted for, for being the, the boss. Mm. <laughs> wow. Rick, you've lived a pretty interesting life. And if you can answer this question and say, when you're no longer here, what would you want your legacy to be? When people think about Rick Ross, down the line when you're no longer here, what do you want them to remember about you? 
Well, that's an easy one because I think about that all the time. You know, uh, I know one day my, my, my grandkids are going to have to answer to people and, and they're going to try to shoot my grandkids down uh, uh, when, when they brag about their granddaddy. Uh, but what they're going to tell them is that my granddaddy only sold drugs for eight years. And, and right now I'm 61 years old. So that was a small part of my life. Uh, uh, and, and my life means a whole lot more than that. And, and right now what I'm shooting for is I'm shooting for the help uh, uh, Leslie Ray Matthews win that Nobel Peace Prize. And all I want to do is be standing on the stage and my grandkids can say, we don't know what he did to help Leslie, but he was standing on the stage when he got that Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, uh, he didn't really care about no credit. See, he ain't worried about the credit. You know, that's why when you see on my documentary, uh, they didn't put my name on there as a producer or a writer or the creator. But I created that documentary. That documentary came out of my mind. I produced at least 78% uh, of it. Uh, but people have a tendency to, to not uh, want me to get the credit that I have. But, but I'm not really working for the credit. Uh, uh, I'm working for the people. Right. Yo, we appreciate that. Like that. Hey, Larry, bro, you got another question for, for Rick. I do, I do. Rick, I watched the uh, documentary or the interview, not the documentary, the interview you did with VLAD TV, and you talked not about... The, not the one on March the 17th. No, nah, I don't know exactly when it was. Wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait, wait. What, what's up with that one, Rick? That was my last interview when I told him that the the, uh, the coronavirus was going to hit blacks when everybody was... Yeah, yeah, around. that was it. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, All right, go ahead, so, go ahead, Larry. And you talked about tennis being being your, uh, your your game for helping you with your critical thinking skills. And then you mentioned that you weren't able to learn how to read until you was 28. So for me, you know, you know, busting some heads and some spades and, you know, playing the Man, game. Man, shut chess. up. You, you can't know, play you know, no spades. Hey, Rick, he can't play spades. But go ahead, dog. <laughs> don't, don't listen to him, Rick. But anyway, what I'm getting at is uh, what have you learned over time for others to uh, some, some techniques for, to help with developing those critical thinking skills outside of the game of tennis? in spades and a game of chess that from either you or other people you've been, you've been around. Well, you know, our mind is a muscle, just like the muscle in your forearm and you must use it. You must uh, exercise it. And uh, that's what I'm doing right now with my fighters. Uh, I'm hoping one day maybe we can get, get, get some of the fighters on. So, uh, so they can talk to you about some of the exercises that I'm giving them. I'm teaching them that you have to think you have to deliberately make yourself think in order to develop your thinking process. If, if, if you don't think, you know, they say, if you don't use it, you lose it. And, and, and I believe that comes right along with using your mind. You have to uh, open your mind up and let it be free and let it work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, so damn, that was great. That was great. So I want to give a shout out to Washington State. They up in the building. Hey, they listening to you, man. San Antonio, they listening to you. Texas, they everybody's here listening to you. Las Vegas is listening to you. We over here, Illinois, Chicago, St. Louis. Sure you, hmm? Make sure you tell everybody to get on that vitamin D3. Uh, that's the best thing that we can do right now to fight the coronavirus. Uh, mm, yeah, D3. speak on that. So talk about that. Well, vitamin D3 is what Doc uses to uh, uh, boost the immune system. And he said it is the best immune system booster uh, that we have known right now. Uh, there are some other things that he add to it, to his mix, uh, when, he, when he starts to play with your immune system. Uh, but anybody, if you have family members that's inside the hospital, make sure when they go in that they take their blood 
and they get their vitamin D level at least over 20. Uh, you would like for it to be at least 50, but if it's not 50, you get in between 20 and 50. If you're 18 or lower, you're vitamin D deficient, and most blacks are vitamin D deficient. We get vitamin D from the, from sun. the sun. yeah. But a lot of times, uh, we all working in the house, and, and we stay in the house a lot more than we're used to. You know, when I was growing up, we stayed outside on, uh, playing football or riding our bikes or skateboarding. But now, you know, our kids own those computers. And uh, if being black, we have pigment in our skin, which blocks the sun uh, from giving us the vitamin D that, that we need to, uh, to be sufficient. Wow. Wow, yo, yo, we appreciate that, man. That's really, really deep. Hey, so, hey, everybody uh, that's listening right now, <clears throat> hold on, uh, Rick. I want to give our listeners a, a chance to to give you a call and and to talk to you, man, because this is some real, real good information. And, hey, and this is a guy that that that, that should have been in the third grade that you're talking to. So just know, you know what I'm saying. Who you talking to? Oh, bro, when, hey. when you say it, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Your name speaks for itself. And, and yeah, man. Yeah, man. It, it still ring bells today. Seriously, man. <laughs> it, it really do. It really do. To the point where, you know, people got to got to take your name. But we ain't going to talk about that. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all want to call, hey, you can call live if you want to ask Rick Ross a question. Number 618-792-6747. Right here at the bottom. Right. We got it live with Rick. Hey, but Rick, seriously, man, I do appreciate you getting on, man. This is some real good stuff, man. And um, I'm very interested in your boxers, too, man. Uh, so what let's, class let's, are they let's in? Let's set up a day. We bring them on and because and, I got them from all over all over the uh, uh, the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, the ones that's going to the Olympics right now, I'm really, really focusing on them uh, uh, because they're young men. Young black men, and, and and I really want to uh to get them, you know, on the right track. You know, I don't want them to make, you know, five or six hundred million dollars, and then we got black people that's homeless, mm-hmm. you know, that don't have stuff to eat, mm-hmm. and and the government, you know, right now the government is is allocating money for this coronavirus to tell where we died at, how we died, but they haven't allocated any money to how to save our lives, bro. Serious, serious. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Great and, point. And the cold thing is that we don't have anybody else that has stepped up and said, you know what, let's put a fund together so that we can set up a situation where we can talk to some of the black doctors who've been on the front line because, you know, most of the people dying were people on the front line other than the ones that was in the, right. the nursing homes. Mm-hmm. And the reason so many blacks are dying because we are the front line workers. We're the ones who clean the hotels. We're the janitors. Uh, we're the street sweepers. Uh, uh, we're the frontline workers. And if you have to be a frontline worker, more than likely you, you live in paycheck to paycheck. So you got to go to work. You know, I'm just fortunate that 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 I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. You know, uh, uh, when I get my money, I take it and stuff it in, you know, in a shoebox. Do you still, bro? Wait, hold on. Wait, Rick, Rick. Wait, hold on, bro. Look, you ain't in no more. So, so look, so check it out. Look, you ain't got no bank account, bro. Where you yeah, put I got you? bank accounts. I got about seven bank accounts. <laughs> there you I go. I knew. Credit. I got great credit. Uh, there you I got go. a gold card. I got a platinum card. My man. Uh, I walk around with about 170,000 credit cards. So um, I got great credit. Good. Uh, it's a little low right now. My score is low, but I got great credit. I don't miss no payments, but my credit cards are stretched out a little bit right now because I use my credit cards to, to make money. That's uh, it. I go to the auction. I, I spend my credit cards on cars. And then I take those cars and I flip them 
And sometimes I pay my credit card right back, and sometimes I go buy another car. Yeah, bro. I pay the, yeah. I pay the minimum payment. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I'm always constantly working, but I don't take my money and blow it. You know, I don't. I don't wear Gucci. I don't wear Louis, and I don't wear Prada and 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 all that other stuff that everybody else do. Yeah. Because I don't need those things to uh, make me who I am. You know, you could be wearing all those things right now, and and they couldn't tell you as much as I could tell you about the coronavirus. See, see, you always been low key. Yeah, man, I, I could dig that. I could dig that, man. That's very inspirational. Hey, but Larry, you got a question, bro? What you got? You muted. Hold on, bro. All right, unmute yourself. Man, I'm so used to being muted. My bad. <laughs> Go ahead. Rick Ross. My final question of the night. Uh, I just want to know what is your final message to the world? Like, I know uh, Will touched on how you want to be remembered, but I'm saying. With all the years that you've had on this earth, with all the things you've been through, good, bad, and indifferent, what is the final message you're pushing towards the audience of today's generation? Well, you can be anything that you want to be. You can't let the world or anybody else dictate to you who you should be. You have to take it upon yourself to figure those things out for yourself. You can get uh, ideas from other people. But you're going to have to tell yourself if you want to be successful, if you want to be a rocket science, a doctor, or whatever it is you want to be in life, you have to be the one who tells yourself what it is you want, how you want to do it, and then you have to go after it. Great question. Great question. Big Herm, you got a question for Rick, man. Hey, we're going to, and, and everybody, don't forget the number 618 792 6747. We only got time for a couple of questions. So we got one. Go ahead, Herm. What you got, bro? I do. So um, we talk about rebuilding the box all the time, right? Um, Say that again. Oh, no. So, so, so he said we talk about – re- yeah, go ahead. Say it again, Herm. So, so, so we talk about rebuilding the block, and I'm going to credit uh, Mitzi Hustle for bringing that to the forefront about what that is. What does that mean to you, and how are you contrib- contributing to building, rebuilding the block, per se? Well, I, I was buying blocks in South Central, I think, probably before Nipsey was born. There you so, go. So, so I don't know if Nipsey should get that 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 uh, uh that statement. He he probably was the most famous person that said it. But I've Love been it. trying to buy my block. Uh, I've been trying to help my people buy the block. Uh, but but to me that means that we have to own businesses because without businesses you can't buy anything. You can't go work at McDonald's and and think about buying a house, especially not here in L.A. Uh, um, the average house in LA, even a fixer up, is about four hundred fifty thousand. So the first thing we're gonna have to do is create our own businesses, um, and teach our people how we're doing it. You know, if, if you're doing it by yourself, it's just one person. But if you teach an army of people what you're doing and how you did it, uh, you have a greater chance of success. Wow, wow, man, that's inspiring. That is. That's inspiring. Hey, well, listen, on behalf of the Lions Den and all of our guests, brother, I want to say thank you. Seriously, man, thank you for taking the time out and, and, and jumping on with us, man. Uh, and uh, I know you're busy, man, but this won't be the last time we rap. Seriously, no, because because no doubt. I, I enjoy, it. you know, uh, it's always good when you can talk uh, uh, with, with like minded people and people that understand your plight and understand what you're trying to do. Yeah. And, and I felt like that uh, you guys understood me. And, and uh, I hope people don't take what I say as arrogance or, or, or that I think 
you know, I'm Man, never. Else. No, bro. Not, Look, no. But no. I just wanted to say that. You mm. know what I'm saying? I know. Uh, uh, you know, I was I was doing a speaking engagement, and 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 when I did the speaking engagement, I was so happy, and and and, and I, I was kind of pat myself on the back a little bit, and, and sometimes that can turn into arrogance. But what my friends tell me is that I got to start letting people know what I be doing. That way, uh, they'll understand. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, why I feel the way that I do, and 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 why I try to encourage everybody else because I believe that everybody around is better than I am. You know but what? Sometimes, yeah, you try hard. We gotta learn. We gotta learn. We, from you, we do got to learn, but but you, you know, yeah. And so, man, it's a couple of things too, man. You're absolutely right, Herm. You, you do. You you do have to learn from that. But man, one of my homeboys told me this, man, and I never forget it. Sometimes you got to pat yourself on the back, man, because you can't always wait for folks to do it. And honestly, bro, you did the damn thing, seriously. And you're not stopping. So age isn't anything. You dig what I'm saying? And if you can surround yourself with individuals creating that mastermind and doing the movies and, you know, an Olympic boxing team, bro, who who you know that's doing that besides you? I got Reginald Hutland doing my movie. See? You feel Reginald Hutland. Bro. Boys in the hood. hood. Of course, yeah. 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 Hey, 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 guess what? Why not? You did what I'm saying? Right yeah. Well, well, you know what I found out about myself is I always try to surround myself around the best. Yes. I want to yeah. be associated with... I mean, sometimes, you know, uh, uh, you know, I ain't always with the best, but I'm with the best that I could be around at that time. There you go. But I'm always looking to advance my position. Yes. Yes. That's Man, that's what's up. Hey, well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, again, this is a hey, Rick Ross, a hey, freeway Rick Ross, the real Rick Ross on the Lions Den today, bro. Hey, we do appreciate you, man. Seriously, man. This has been epic. Hey, I'm glad your phone got situated because I know if it, you was gonna make it, bro. Lord, I was like, man, what the fuck? What's going on with the phone, bro? Next time, next time we're gonna do it on my iPad. Yeah. I ain't gonna use this telephone. <laughs> Go. Uh, but, but I was just doing a live right when uh when you guys went went on. I was doing a live with somebody else. Uh, matter of fact, they throwing a party for the boxers today. A, a Olympic party is going on right now for the boxers virtually. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, DJ Young is throwing a virtual party for the for the boxers. You know, and, and encourage them. You know, because some of them feel kind of down because they wasn't able to. Uh, they supposed to be in in, in Japan right now. Mm-hmm. You know, getting ready for the Olympics and. And right now they're at home quarantining, and and we just trying to you know encourage them that uh, it's gonna be okay. Okay. So hey, well look, hey, tell everybody to follow me too at Freeway Ricky on on Instagram and Freeway Rick Ross on Facebook. Oh yeah, follow yeah, me. most definitely, y'all. Hey, we gonna put that up. Hey, we got one last one, and this, you you can jump on it if you want to or not. You could just say you know the hell with it. But is there any rumors out there that you want to dispel? Okay, anything, anything out there that you want to clear up, like why you well, have I a. Tell them, I can tell them, Lysol, do not take. Bro, don't you. <laughs> shut up. Bro. Please. I see it's been people, uh, it was on the news today that took Clorox. They had to rush him to the hospital. Uh, it, it, all right, no. All right, so look, <laughs> hey, hey, that don't count, Rick. So look. <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm just saying. That, I'm just saying. You asked. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can man. dig it. I can dig it. Yo, real MVP, my dude. Yeah, man, for right, sure, man. Y'all. Hey, we appreciate it, man. We I'm gonna holler at you a little later on, man, and I holler at Echo too, man. No doubt. Appreciate you, man. Man.
All right. Hey, so everybody on Lions Den, that was Rick Ross. Yo, take his words. Don't leave that shit alone. Hey, but listen, what we want to do, though. Yeah, leave it alone. Hey, Herm. Hey, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about who we got coming up on Wednesday on our Corona Files. Go ahead. You want to introduce this, brother? So we got my man, Mr. Jeremy Reed. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've known him for a long time. Uh, and what I know about him, he's been a mentor to me throughout my, my career. And I know that what he's going to pass on to us is going to be valuable. What he wants to talk about during this time period is being able to stay connected, even though we got distance between us. So you please tune in. Uh, he's got gems for us. Trust me, he does. Right on. So, hey, everybody, this is going to conclude this week's, um, I was going to say Corona Files, but Lions Den building the block. And I encourage you, I encourage you to think about what you can do as an individual. I don't think you have to spend 5, 10, 8, 20 years in, uh, you know, incarcerated to rebuild your block. So think about what you can do tomorrow, today, next week, next year. Don't wait for when this coronavirus is, uh, you know, the quarantine is, is done and over with. Think about what you can do now, and I challenge you to do it. So on behalf of everybody at the Lions Den, we holler at y'all. Y'all be good. Y'all be blessed and stay connected to everyone. All right? Still, wash your hands. We'll holler at you. Much love. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking, on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com A manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.